to me. I awaken to sunlight. That's beyond right. This day will be done right. There is a war just waiting on the other side of the door. But I'll be breaking guard to the gunfight. We're always talking about the truth and how important it is to stay focused on and guided by the truth. Let's go into reading of the Bible. John 8, 29. And he's, he that sent me is with me. The Father hath not left me alone. For I do always those things that please him. As he spake these words, many believed on him. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If you continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. And here is the verse, John eight thirty two, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Hallelujah. Welcome to Neo 420 Talks. This is the podcast, Speaking Truth Against the Lies. But if he's a 612 said it was a blessing good Then we rap song against prince Apologies, powers of this world, rules of darkness The spiritual wickedness in high places So don't own the whole armor of righteousness As he just talked about, you know, Ephesians 612 We're going to go into Ephesians 610 to get context Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand the evil day, and having done all, to stand Stand therefore, having your loins girt about the truth, and having of the breastplate of righteousness. I pray that you get that breastplate of righteousness, brothers and sisters, because we have to take action against these criminals. We cannot just sit idly by and do nothing. I'm going to provide you this interview from this really uh, good researcher and an investigative reporter, Wendy Webb, she's going to talk about what these criminals, why they have pushed us into this pandemic scam that they have been pulling as con artists, criminals, on us. Why they're pulling it is to move into the New World Order. And part of what the bankster criminals are doing is trying to tie up all of our natural assets of what God has created into a new financial scheme. It's called natural asset banking, where they take natural assets from you and they try to make money off of it. That's how ludicrous these people are. And that's why we cannot stand any longer for this, brothers and sisters. We cannot allow this. We cannot sit by idly and think, well, they're going to do better for us. Just because you are a good person, do not believe that the government or the psychopaths at the head of these companies that all work together in unison, they're all part of a cabal. A cabal is an organized group. And they do conspire together. Conspire means work together. 
They are a large group that works together and they are working against all of us in order to try to enslave us. They are enslaving us by putting that mask on you to mute you, to quiet you down from talking against it. It is a slave tactic. Don't trick yourself. Don't be misled. Understand the truth as the truth will make you free. Here's the report segment from Wendy Webb on natural asset corporations. 100% on board with the climate change scam in general. People might know my opinions on that, but that doesn't matter for the purposes of today's conversation. No matter what you think about man's role in changing the climate, you should be concerned about the financial swindle that is underway right now that I've talked about for many, many years. For example, back in 2016, I was trying to ring the alarm bell about the $90 trillion in energy infrastructure investments that were being touted as necessary to save Mother Earth at that time in my article, my slightly inaccurately titled article on, and now for the $100 trillion bankster climate swindle. Uh, I was talking a couple of months later about who wants to be a carbon trillionaire, noting inside climate news and other such organizations being directly funded by the Rockefeller Family Fund. I talked uh, a couple of months after that about the second most important bank you've never heard of, referring to the Global Environment Facility that was created at least in part as part uh, in response to a call by Edmund de Rothschild at the Fourth World Wilderness Conference in uh, Denver, Colorado in 1987 to create a World Conservation Bank. Uh, I was talking about how and why big oil conquered the world, where you might remember I was bringing up the carbon ration swindle and how that's going to be tied into the new energy economy. Uh, 2018, I was talking about pay up or the earth gets it, talking uh, at that time about how the latest UN IPCC report is saying that we need to put a high price on carbon, ka-ching, ka-ching, for the people who are controlling those controlled and rigged markets. And you might remember 2019, what is the future of bankster finance, where I was talking about Mark Carney, then the outgoing governor of the Bank of England, uh, and one of his final speeches in that role, talking about the need for the creation of the new energy economy, sustainable, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and by the way, we need $100 trillion in investments in this space. To my mind-boggling amazement, very, very few researchers have taken up this incredibly important field of research with the notable exception, thankfully, being Whitney Webb of UnlimitedHangout.com. I know you're familiar with her work by now, but we're going to be talking specifically about a couple of articles that she's written along these lines, digging in and really uh, unveiling what is being done right now to create one of the largest, not just a financial swindle, but one of the largest natural resource land grabs in the history of the planet happening right now in the name of saving the mother, saving Mother Earth for the benefit of the banksters. So Whitney Webb, thank you very much for writing these articles. Thanks for joining us here today. Absolutely, my pleasure. Thanks for having me on to talk about this stuff. All right, well, I couldn't think of, well, I could think of many things that are worth talking about at the moment, but this is one of the most important and one of the most underlooked. So let's take a look at, first of all, just before the Conference of the Parties kicked off, in Glasgow um, uh, earlier this month or late last month, uh, the New York Stock Exchange came out to unveil 
a new asset class, natural asset companies, that they had developed with something called the Intrinsic Exchange Group. And you wrote about this in an article called Wall Street's Takeover of Nat Nature Advances with Launch of New Asset Class. Tell us about natural asset companies and what the idea here is. All right, so natural asset companies or corporations um, are, are basically a new asset class, as you mentioned, and they're a accompanying listing vehicle that allows them to be listed on the stock exchange. Um, so the people behind this are the New York Stock Exchange with this group you mentioned, the Intrinsic Exchange Group, in which the New York Stock Exchange has a minority stake, so they're directly related. But uh, the main people behind the Intrinsic Exchange Group are the Rockefeller Foundation, um, a venture capital firm called Aberdare Ventures, which is mainly focused on digital healthcare, um, and the uh, – I'm blanking on the third one – Give me a second. <laughs> uh, I am too, uh, but, and oh, I just sorry. read this. The uh, Inter-American yes. Development Bank, uh, which is part of the uh, multilateral development banking system, which is very involved in uh, the stuff I've been writing about recently. Uh, they, of course, being the arm of that banking system uh, that's focused on Latin America and the Caribbean specifically. Um, and it's no coincidence that it's that bank because the pilot program for all of these uh, natural asset corporations is currently happening in Latin America uh, with Costa Rica being the first country on the chopping block, um, so to speak. So basically, um, what natural asset corporations are is that they seek uh, to, uh, according to the one of the main people at the New York Stock Exchange uh, behind this, um, they seek to um, identify and uh, a natural asset, an ecosystem service, um, and allow investors to uh, invest in something of intrinsic value that has not been previously monetized before. Um, and so these are things like the ecosystem services uh, through which uh, clean air, clean water is produced, um, carbon sequestration, among other things. They want to monetize all of this stuff, license access to things. Um, in nature that were previously considered to be the global commons, the property of all, um, and, and things like that. Um, and basically what they want to do is uh, take control of that. They quantify it. Um, they um, give it a <laughs> – they create a company to manage it. It's so insane. Um, a board of directors um, – yeah, management team and all of this stuff. And then they, they give it an IPO, initial public offering um, on the stock exchange. But it turns out the natural asset corporation is just the issuer of this natural asset and that anyone uh, can buy it, uh, including private investors, sovereign wealth funds. Um, you know, so you can have the sovereign wealth fund of a foreign country buy all the natural assets of another country uh, thousands of miles away. Or you can have uh, an asset management firm like BlackRock that already owns so much, uh, you know, uh, extend their ownership uh, even further to things that have not been previously monetized before. That's essentially uh, natural asset corporations in a nutshell. And they view the opportunity, <laughs> as they call it, um, as, as the fact that what they refer to as nature's economy, assigning uh, economic value to nature, uh, allows them to tap into a much larger asset class than the existing economy. So by their estimates, existing assets 
heard about $512 trillion uh, per their estimates by opening up nature's economy, uh, they can gain access to four quadrillion uh, in, in assets. And that's expressly what they describe as the opportunity here, not the opportunity to save the planet and better manage natural assets or conserve or any of this. The opportunity is, uh, you know, new, new fodder for the casino, essentially. Exactly right. It is the casino economy. And hey, what's the best way to, you know, we're continually blowing up this ridiculous financial bubble. How can we uh, expand it another order of magnitude? Oh, I don't know. We'll call it nature's economy and start assigning an intrinsic value to natural processes and natural um, uh, entities. It's it's self-evidently a swindle. And you get that, I think, when you go to that intrinsic exchange solution page and you go down to the value captured in a natural asset company and they start to break down how they evaluate these things. And they're talking about natural production. So obviously things that you can directly monetize, like if you're bottling water and selling it or something, that's, you know, natural production value, but store of value. Okay. So a natural equity is a store of value, like any other security or monetized asset, the stock of water, timber, biodiversity. Okay. I guess you can put some kind of dollar figure on that traditional production, risk reduction that's where you start to get into some very big financial chicanery that can go on there counter cyclical assets financial asset realization through securitization so ka-ching ka-ching for all of course the financial uh, gurus who do that um, for their living but for me intrinsic value is just the most i mean it's the most meaningless thing to try to assign a specific dollar value to especially because even in their own, uh, they, they even admit, we are using intrinsic value as the umbrella for values not yet identified or quantified, as well as values such as cultural, social, aesthetic, spiritual, etc. Okay, well, I think the spiritual value of whatever this piece of land is $18 trillion. Now let's securitize that. I mean, it's totally, it's <laughs> yeah. just nonsense. But hey, it's nonsense that sounds green and sustainable. So it is a swindle for sure what is happening right now. But, and actually on that note, I'll just throw in, I don't know if you saw, but um, uh, Tariq Fancy, who was apparently um, the key in uh, sustainable investment portfolio manager for BlackRock, wrote this three-part whistleblower series, basically blowing the whistle. Obviously, he's 100% on with every part of the green scam, but he's saying, you know, actually, this is kind of charlatanry, and these people don't really care about saving nature, and this isn't going to help oh. save Mother Earth. <laughs> Shock, surprise. So I'll throw that in if people haven't seen read that yet. Um, but beyond the scam uh, part of this is the very real uh, uh, monopolizing of nature and natural resources itself that will be forwarded through this through the multi-development uh, multi banks, the multinational development banks, the World Bank, the IMF. Talk about that aspect of this scam. So part of what we see with natural asset corporations, what we see in some other things I've covered recently is an effort to completely remake the multilateral uh, development uh, banking system as a way to force countries, specifically in the developing world, um, to open up uh, and, and to reimagine, as Larry Fink called it recently, um, those institutions uh, to force companies to become 
uh, investment friendly uh, for certain people, but also to sort of uh, continue their existing uh, way of doing business, which in the past has been uh, debt entrapment to force these countries to adopt policies or accept investors they normally wouldn't accept, um, move away from using debt to just using basically climate change-related or environmental, uh, environmentally justified uh, dictates um, uh, in, in lieu of debt. So you don't necessarily have to entrap uh, countries in debt anymore. You can just demand uh, because of the perceived urgency of the need to move to net zero or things like that, um, that these uh, policies be, be adopted or these investment projects uh, from foreign investors obviously be accepted. So it's definitely um, moving from uh, maintaining the existing predatory system in a sense, uh, but moving it to a way that gives a lot more um, uh, power uh, to uh, private sector entities and, and really the bankers um, essentially and, and, how and, and how to loot and the extent to loot and allowing them uh, to target things that haven't previously been lootable uh, to be looted. So in the past, a lot of these banks um, could do things, um, could uh, basically force the privatization of state assets. It's what we've seen a lot in the past several years with austerity, right, in the IMF. Um, and things like that, forcing countries to privatize state assets, uh, largely to foreign investors. What you're going to see with this um, is instead natural assets uh, being, you know, uh, put on the chopping block instead of state-owned uh, existing monetized assets and things like that. Uh, it's going to be natural assets that uh, these uh, companies are going to, or that these banks are going to try and force um forced to open up and to be, um, you know, basically sold off um, to, to foreign interests. Um, and what's interesting is that the IMF actually has tried this uh, for probably a couple decades now in Argentina specifically, one of the few countries, uh, well, they obviously, Argentina has a very long um, and storied history with the IMF, um, but they've been trying for years to do something in Argentina that's a debt for land swap, uh, trying to get um, essentially a big chunk of uh, southern Argentina, Patagonia, uh, in exchange for debt, uh, which is a part of a broader issue since I live not too far from there. There's a lot of very interesting things going on um, in Patagonia in terms of, in terms of land grabs um, and things like that. But that's definitely part of what we uh, will likely see is if, in, in, uh, if this advances uh, to the degree to which they want to take it. Understand, brothers and sisters, they want to take everything from you and I. They want us to be complete and total slaves. But they have the position that they do and the clout and the power and the money that they can be patient and slowly work into this. That's the reason that every move that they make needs to be recognized and exposed so we can get back to understanding what's truly happening with their con man trickery, the crimes that they are committing against us are endless. We need to make sure that their lives are spent for the majority of it in prison and in jail because they have done to this planet, they have committed crime, high crimes against humanity against all human beings on this planet, against all God's children. So all we have to do 
is rise up. We have the power. We are the majority. Do not get tricked into thinking that these weak soy boy boy girls out here and all these represent the majority people because they do not. They are a very small minority of people that have been spread out across the country. These This attack is leading up to 2019, then 2020 scandemic. This has been planned for a while. You know and I know that we have seen these lefty, crazy, psychopath criminals of all ages be moved around the country to be located in these strategic locations in these large metropolitan cities. So you have access to those people to expose them and to arrest them because they are all committing crimes against us. So brothers and sisters, you know what's going on. You know what the game plan is. You know what they're doing and why they're doing it. So now it's up to you to take back your freedom. I charge you today with getting passionate about living free. I charge you with being passionate about liberating yourself and me and your other brothers and sisters across this planet. Liberate us free of this slavery that has been pushed upon us since Cain and Abel's days. Bust it wide open and all it takes is for us to rise up. This is from 1984, bro. This is mind control. This population control. Rise up, man. Rise up. Use the power that God has given you. Use the power that you have with the one that is in you in order to complete what has been exposed. And this time of righteousness is here for us, brothers and sisters, to bring down the criminals completely for eternity. I pray you get the strength. I pray that you get the breastplate of righteousness and stand up courageously against these criminals. It's the day is the day that we march and we begin to fight officially as we the people of these United States, one nation under God. This is a Christian constitutional republic. Remember that. A lot of information here. Please share it, as that's the only way that people are going to learn. For those who do and don't just talk, I salute you. Until next time, brothers and sisters, I love you. God bless.